Hello and welcome back to Mad Get Radio, episode number 26. Tonight on the show we are talking about the recent update and uh, a couple of recent tournaments. And we are joined by two returning guests. We have Martin the Salt Miner. I'm back, bitches. And Fraz Fuck Dwarfs. Well, thanks. <laughs> and as always, I'm joined by the dumb to my dumber. It's Paul. What's going on, guys? This episode's... So we need to have a disclaimer that if you've come here for like reliable information regarding the recent update, this is not the show for you. We've currently spent the last 10 minutes just talking shit and it turns out that none of us understand anything about this game. So if you want to hear us ramble for an hour to two hours, stay. If you actually want reliable information, maybe try another podcast. And on that Um, note, Martin, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Would you like to Thank remind you, our uh, lovely viewer who you are, what armies you play? So, I'm a Salty Miner, and I play, well, I used to play Sylvan Elves, Empire, <laughs> Orcs and Goblins, and Saurian Ancients. Now I'm thinking about, like, go back to Orcs. They're good. I like how you say you used to play someone Elves, you played them like two days ago. <laughs> yeah, that's why I say it. <laughs> And welcome back to the show, Fraz. Thanks, thanks for having me. Would you like to remind uh, our lovely viewer what you play? Uh, I play Dwarfs and very rarely Dread Elves. <laughs> Which do you prefer? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> and Infernal Dwarfs. Cool. Come on, dude. Of Don't course. Forget all that. So, um, <laughs> as I've said, the, the topic of tonight's show is the update. Um, again... There was a structure at some point. That structure probably disappeared. Um, We're going to work our way through the um, army. I love how I'm actually trying to do the show and everyone else is just laughing. Oh, sorry. I cannot paint. I'm shaking my hands. So we're going to work our way through the books. We'll, We'll spend a particular focus on the armies we play. So from Martin, we'll have expert insight into Saurian Ancients and um, Sylvan Elves <laughs> and maybe Orcs and Goblins. Expert, <laughs> hey, I read the book so I a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, Raz will walk us through the update from Dwarves um, and Dread Elves. And that's it. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, Paul will talk us through Ogre Cans and Warriors Dark Gods and I'll do Empire and Vampires. There we go, we got there. We'll run through the big changes from the other books uh, and we'll spend a little bit of time talking about the big hitters that are uh, UD and Vermiswarm. And don't forget the Duke. And of course the Duke that got nerfed to fuck. Um, fuck you! <laughs> like I say, there was a structure at one point We'll just see what happens, really. Before we get onto that, um, we've had a couple requests, and by a couple requests, I mean uh, James McCormick came up to me <laughs> when I spoke to him last and said, "You haven't talked about strife on the show," and um, so we're going to talk about strife on the show, uh, and we're also <laughs> going to talk about Cardiff, which um, Fraz was at recently, so we can get the lowdown there. So strife, Paul, how was strife for you? It was good. Played map. Game one, got a good result. Then I played GD, then it all went to. 
it was a roller coaster of emotions. It was good. It was good casual event. It was good to kind of just play a list for fun after ETC. Just play something daft. There was definite shenanigans going on though with lists. I think we had all been pretty vocal about bringing monsters, and then we arrived to half the lists running seekers and fucking cannons and all the fucking war machines. Well, that's a really good point because you brought a dragon list. Is that correct? That is correct. And when we were coming back from ETC, we had a very long and in-depth discussion about how you, me, Guillermo and Fraz would all bring Dragon List. That's also correct, isn't it? Uh, that is absolutely 100%. Uh, that, that, but Fraz was, was asleep in the entire time, so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, just because, like, well, Paul, you've already said you brought a Dragon List and I brought a Dragon List. So, Fraz, what did you bring? I brought a Dragon List. Anti-Dragon List. <laughs> dragon Seekers are kind of dragon. <laughs> No, we don't. Go on, just for our for our viewer, uh, what was your list for us? Two blocks of Slayers. <laughs> How many? Garmish unit of Slayers. Uh, a Dragon Slayer. A block of Graveyards with a D3 Wounds King. And some copies. Do you feel like knowing that the field was fielding some dragons, that influenced your choice at all? Or was that just a happy coincidence? No, I had planned this way in advance. Oh, of course. Okay. I was thinking about this from uh, Strife last year. Oh, okay. So did you just uh, keep quiet when we were talking about dragons on the plane? Yeah, I was sleeping like Martin said. <laughs> okay. It's a clearly bullshit, Fraz. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fraz, how did you find Strife? Uh, yeah, it was good fun. It's always it, Strife's always a good tournament. Who was your game one, Fraz? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right, Paul. Give him a little bit of a prod. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. What was the prediction that you have? Like, a 40 zero for you? Something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and what did you get? Uh, that was a zero one. <laughs> a zero for you, yeah. <laughs> nice day for being a dwarves. So you went zero, and then you got 20 in the next one? 20 against Saurians and 20 against Empire. Fortunes were turned around pretty quickly. Nice. Yeah, I played Thank Dragon you. List. I used it as a bit of an object. I tried the big, massive unit of um, uh, spear skeletons. With evocation magic, which was actually pretty tasty. Dragon only died in one of three games, so I'll take that as a win. Um, what killed it? I, I charged a doom wheel, and, Bad um, and I failed to kill it, despite the fact it was wounded. And then it shot me in the face, and it died. I still won that game. <laughs> <laughs> Turn was that? You lost a dragon. Oh, it was quite late. I think it was four or five. Was that your general? Nah, oh. not that crazy. <laughs> I was going to say you still won. Impressive. No, I mean, the dragon was like a thousand points, so, but it was quite good, and uh, we'll get on to the vampire dragon when we talk about VC, but um, I think dragons and the vampires are going to be uh, in vogue for a while. Martin, why didn't you play at Siege or Strife? I was moving to a new flat that day. That's fair. I forgot that. I was going to try and make fun of you, but that's okay. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> it was a sad day for me. We had 16 players at Siege. And we have new players. At Strife. We had a couple of new players, which was awesome. We had um, Dave Burns was playing again. He hasn't played for a while. Uh, we had Gary uh, Wiper, which was great to see Gary. I had the pleasure of playing him. Lovely man. And we all did pretty well. It's just the one day tournament, just uh, three games. With a crazy bingo. With the crazy bingo. It's just, yeah, it's, it's nice and casual, like Fred said. Paul, you came seventh with 34. Yeah, disappointed, considering I got 20 in one of my games. Mm. So 34 points from two games, really. That's all right. Yeah, no, it was okay. 
the the second game was fucking shit show though. It was ridiculous. Fucking dragon got killed by a fucking colossus. Colossuses are pretty nasty though, to be fair. He did have like five spells up. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was effectively like a massive chosen lord of space. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus reborn just bitch slaps your dragon. <laughs> My God, <laughs> terrifying. Uh, so you finished seventh. Uh, with 34, yeah. I finished 6th with uh, 38 like when we have passionate sex I'm always on top although uh, I got more PPs yeah you did, that's my boy I don't know, I, I don't know <laughs> what that means in sex talk but it happened <laughs> uh, Fraz, you finished above me because you're a twat thanks right. uh, how the fuck did you come 5th and you only killed over 5,000 points oh, yeah, that's, that's a good point, what did you do? how did you win no, 20? he shaked no. someone it's definitely wrong because I against Empire I killed everything on the table, and against Sorians there was two five man unit Raptors left. So right, I'm gonna yeah, guess that's th- fucked up then. There's some not right this Tony Keeper then. Okay, so you came fifth with forty, and then so we'll we'll, we'll say who won. <laughs> so first place was Danny Minto. Danny was obviously upset of coming middle of the pack when he comes up north, so he brought UD. And he got fifty nine <laughs> out of sixty points. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Daddy's a Daddy's a good player, but like, who didn't twenty him? Ah, uh, well, he twenty Paul. He, he didn't twenty James. Oh, right. Oh, uh, the love round. Right. <laughs> right. So second place, second place was Guillermo, aka the Spanish nice. Stallion. Nice. With three wins and forty seven points. Very nice. A little birdie just told me something, though. <laughs> Fraz, what yeah. happened there? Game 3, Hennick had a sore back, couldn't finish the game, and Gamble ruthlessly took the 20. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe he kept that quiet on the day. He stood up there and took second prize. <laughs> I went up to him at the end, around 3, and I said, how's your game going? He went, 20. He never even said anything. That's all he said. <laughs> so Guillermo came second. Oh, I think nice. we'll, we'll let the viewers and listeners decide whether, you know, he should make public penance for that. And then third place was the man, the myth, the legend, Barry Lynch, who finished on a very respectable 46. Um, nice. So that was, that was Strife. And Fraz was very recently at Cardiff. Massive event. How was that for you, Fraz? I really enjoyed Cardiff. First time I've been down there. Uh, venue is amazing. And Huge. the hotel? Uh, the hotel was fine. <laughs> <laughs> no complaints? No, I don't think so. How were the amenities for us? <laughs> Sterling. <laughs> they, had a sh- they had a really good shower. What, I thought a shower head on that shower? <laughs> Power nozzle. Uh, yeah, so right. moving back onto the vent. Yeah. Really they sell beer? Yeah, they did sell beer. It was very tasty. It was like brewed around the corner. So How are your bowel movements at the tournament, Frank? Working. Cool. I mean, if you don't want to tell the, the listeners, that's fine. It's cool. So <laughs> Firestorm is a good venue then. <laughs> okay, let's move on. The misfortune to play VC twice. Apart from that, it was pretty good. The Swilings won the the Uni Dragon again. Yeah. In English. 
the little uh, friendly oh, yeah, yeah, going yeah, between yeah. the Cardiff boys and the, the Wildlings club. Yeah, so we we won that. We would have it would have been a cap if it was like ATC something. <laughs> so, <laughs> rub it in, Fraz. Jesus. Ah well, David, rub it in in your podcast. So <laughs> Rob will probably be moaning that he wasn't playing, and but we all know uh, that's that, that that a bit. I think we did quite well. Ed got best in race. I got best in race, and Who? I think Guillermo was. I think no. he just pipped it. No, he wasn't even close. Wasn't it? <laughs> no, he wasn't even close. No, nah, oh, Mark okay. Re- Mark Greenstone came in fourth. Everyone finished a game, so Guillermo wasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think that I think he played Warren, and he didn't really like it, but that's fine. Yeah, it did really well actually. I, I feel the seventy players. 68 yeah. players. He came 12th. That was really good. So just the podium for that. Our bro from another club. I was going to say bro from another mother. That doesn't work in this context. Our main man, Gareth Barton, took first place. Gareth's been playing VC. He played VC at ETC. He went no, back he to... No, he played UD. Uh, no, at ETC didn't. He played VC. No, no, yeah. I mean in Garley. Yeah, yeah. Well, he went back to UD for Cardiff and took first place. Of course. So we'll come back to that when we talk about how balanced UD are now. Jeff Keelan came second with Beast Herds, and Adam Tanka Jones uh, came third with Ogre Cans. And there you go. So now no one can say we don't talk about uh, tournaments on our on our podcast. Yeah, I think that's uh, nine different races in the top ten as well. So that's pretty, pretty good. Pretty yeah. That's good. Did you feel like there was anything in the field that was just smashing face? Apart from, you know, Gareth. Well, I think the, the chariot spam Jeff brought obviously done really well. Yeah. I'd really like that list. Is that the same as Cal's list? The Spanish one? Yeah. Uh, no, he's different. It's, different. it's not the okay. same. It's different. I think, I think he had 12 chariots. See, when I tried that on UD, yeah, UB, my chariots did fuck all. Obviously, Jeff's better than me. Yeah, <laughs> most likely. Okay, cool, moving I on. I forgot you played B-Sterns on uh, UB. Yeah, but they're not broken, so I've left them. Yeah, you need to know how to play with them, yeah. yeah it's all about my car now. <laughs> Tune in for our next episode where we talk about the Macar Army book and how broken it is. <laughs> and Asklanders. And the Asklanders, though. Are I'm going told? to start an Asklanders army. Do it. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> I'm waiting for GW selling all the barbarians. There's a few good barbarian sellers, actually. You know. Anyway, that's that's off topic. Um, yeah, yeah. Main topic of the yeah. show is the update. Recently, we had a massive points update. Which basically, the idea behind it was that it would only be points changes, apart from a few exceptions where points changes weren't going to be enough. They wanted to not interfere with rules as much, and it was essentially just a balancing operation. So just to read a little bit of the kind of the mission statement for it, the, the update itself, the points changes came from a combination of results that the balancing team got from tournaments, uh, from external experts, community surveys, and their data team, and they implemented a new algorithm, which was applied across the books <laughs> to varying success, as we'll discuss. And the idea was that this was intended to be the fairest possible way and most accurate way of implementing these changes. Points changes were, quote, done in a conservative way following this new algorithm, um, and decreases were intended to stack for armies that were a lower tier to help the external balance. Having done all this, the team are now looking for feedback. So if anyone listening has got particular views, you have to jump on the forum and talk to your army community support. I think every army now has a dedicated page on their forum where they can talk about these things. 
Yes, I do. So, the plan for the rest of the show is that we're going to go through this and give our, our expert opinion. Okay. <laughs> that, was, that was overwhelming. Um, it makes sense to start with the Arcane Compendium, and then what we'll do is we'll each take a turn to talk through our armies, and then we'll pick out our highlights from the rest and basically chat shit for a little while. With that being said, the Arcane Compendium. So the, the magic spells themselves, um, there wasn't anything too big. Uh, anything catch anyone's eye? I think the couple of lords I'm most familiar with, the, the change on Spectral Blades and the change on Awakening the Beast, I think it's fair, because those spells were super cheap. Yeah, Awakening the Beast was super cheap. Yeah. I guess the only major one is um, an Aaron Strike on Divination, right? Yeah. Is it still good? It is still good. I guess you can't really reliably... Because what's it cast on now? 12? Is that right? Yeah, 12. It's number 5, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, to be fair, it's still super strong as a spell. Yeah. You really want to be throwing 3 or 4 dice in that. Yeah, Yeah, 4 dice. Yeah, probably 4, just to be safe. It's going to be difficult in a lot of phases to get that off, along with Fate's Judgment. Which is fair. Which is fair, because they're both strong. Yeah. I haven't heard too much moaning about that, actually, on the forum. So I'm guessing the people that use Divination... Which are yep. none of us. <laughs> I've been using divination for a while, man. Yeah. Do you no, think it makes no much su- of a difference? No. Not successfully, but well, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the story of my life. No, it's all right. I think it's all right. I yeah. think that, for example, the roll within is the one that lowers the permanent le- defensive skill. The defensive skill, it hasn't changed, hasn't it? No. That should have changed. The roll within the is too far. The six is too fucking a bargain. Yeah, I mean, there was a few spells that kind of got away with it, I think. They're all within, got away with it, and the entire witchcraft lore. Actually, one of the spells got cheaper to cast. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm not 100% convinced on, because I think witchcraft's pretty low as it is. I think witchcraft's absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's because he doesn't have damage, damage spells. That's, that's why people say, oh, it's not that good. Yes, it is. It's probably the best lore in the game for an adept, though, right? If you have that in combination with the master. Yeah. Especially if you can do the kind of goblin thing and yeah. spam it with shamanism and just be that guy. Yeah, witchcraft and shamanism is really strong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so no major complaints from the magic department, then. We're all happy so far. Right, let's turn our attention to the magic items. Martin, was there anything that caught your eye here? Yes. So... Essence of the free mind is okay. I should even well for me it shouldn't be there for in first place. So it went up ten points from fifty-five to sixty-five. It's obviously for tournaments. Um, supposedly the game is not only focused on tournaments, so <laughs> it's okay. It's fine, but I think it's broken, so it deserves an increase. I think the rest. Well, the rending banner fifty is too much for me. But the rest, uh, it's all right. Okay. Fries, anything jump out at you? Yeah, there's a couple of things. I think she'll break out 35 points is pretty good. Yeah. I don't know why that went down. Because no, no many players were picking it. You kind of won better than a three up. So, eh. yeah. I think it's a good choice now because yeah. there's a lot of one up rerollable characters at the moment. Yeah. And it's just really good against them. Oh, yeah. yeah. The other thing I'm going to have a wee bitch about. Go for it. 
wine, yes. crystal ball, got Because <laughs> I'm the only person that takes it. <laughs> yeah, oh, fucking good. Especially yeah, it's Oh, really? It's only 35 <laughs> points now. And I think um, Aether Icon at 10 points is really good. Per MR2 for 20 points is pretty good on your BSB. Aether Icon's only MR1, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it stacks with the oh, it stacks with MR the rock. Stacks. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So you could take two on your BSB and then a, a rock for MR4. So if you take the icon and you take the rock and it's given the yeah. unit MR3. Yeah, that's pretty decent. I, I don't think you can put the, the four items in the same model, but you can do the combo yeah. with other models. Okay. The potion of sweetness go to a twenty point from ten to twenty. I think that's right. fair though. Yeah, I think for the characters that that want it, will take it. Yeah, and exactly. The ones that were just kind of taking it because it's ten points now, probably won't. Yep, I agree. Paul, anything jump out of you? Uh, no, we've kind of said it. I think it's interesting that the magic defense items have all got cheaper. Yeah. Um, and things like essence and like book. Things that generally buff your magic phase have gotten more expensive, so that's good. We will talk about the book later, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, the book from 60 to 70 is a big deal. Um, yeah, it's alright. It's only one spell, yeah. and it's the first one. It's always the first one, so... I don't really get the appeal, but everyone's taking it, so obviously I'm yeah. wrong. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's good, because on an adept, when you've also got a wizard, I think, that's yeah. when you have most value out of it. The kind of double caster is pretty, pretty common now. What do you guys think about the two bounce spell items going down by 10 points? So they're both 35 points now, the Van Braces and Rodabal. They might see play. Yeah, do you think? I don't think it's the, the road battle, but it, the, the re-roll or the plus one to hit, plus one to that's hit. actually decent. Yeah. I've got to admit, I've written a few lists since the update, and uh, the Rodabal is the one that's pushing into my selections. I think for 35 points, it's worth just having it in your kind of the back of your magic phase. If yep. you get those extra dice if someone stops one of the big ones. Yeah, I agree. It's good. Um, it's kind of pressure spell knowing that that's back there. Yeah. It stops somebody throwing all their dice at one spell because then they know they're letting two off if you've got a bounce spell that you can't feel cast. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, people, take the car. Otherwise, you forget you have the fucking spell. Yeah. And you don't cast, <laughs> And you forget to cast it. There you but go. It happens There's... to me like I don't know how many times already. Martin's friendly tip: print your cards. One of the things that I'd like to get your guys' opinions on. Well, there's actually a couple of things here. So one of the things that stood out to me is the fact that essence has gone down ten points. Essence of mithril, sorry. So mm-hmm. from sixty to fifty, and that combo now with Kingslayer, which has also gone down from sixty to fifty, and Touch of Greatness, which stayed at fifty, now means that a lot of BSBs have quite a tasty setup almost handmade, where they can either take Essence and a Great Weapon and a Banner, or they can take Essence and either Kingslayer or Touch of Greatness, because most BSBs are capped at 100 points special items. Nice. Which I thought was nice. And the fact that Ghostly Guard has now gone down to 35 points, hmm. which is, an, is only a 5-point decrease, but, again, looking at BSBs in particular, where you've got that kind of tight points allowance of 100 points, you can now fit in things now that that's 55 points, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you can do um, Ghost the Guard with Dust Forged and still fit, what's that, 35 to 55. That would be 16, 90, 10 points. Ah, oh, no, you can't really do anything. Nah, I'm talking about mass there. You can maybe do Ether Icon. <laughs> so that's really not, that's not great, is it? That's actually good for the K-Man. There you go. 
<laughs> Thank you for giving away my builds. That's okay. Andrew? That's why I'm here. Expert opinions, you know. Yeah, yeah. I just topped it. <laughs> <laughs> I just topped it. It's not actually that great. It's a bit shit. And yes, I said it was okay. It was good. Come on, guys. A, br- a broken pole. <laughs> Supernatural dexterity, 25 points. Is it still going to see play? I think this is one of the items, especially the weapons, that's just not getting play. Yeah, except for like certain characters. Like that on the Felgic Ancestor is fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But he has to pay double points for it, which is... Yeah, but now it's 50. Yes, yeah, so it's a 10 points decrease. Per- perfectly reasonable, like, for a magic item. Because that's all you're looking to buff on him, because he's already, like, strength 7. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to hurt first. That's it. But I guess it's yeah, really it's... only him and the uh, Minotaur characters that are really looking at that. No, the Cayman Ancient. He was... Uh, I saw it on the Cayman Ancient because it's only 100 points allowance. Okay. So... Is a good and it's quite a slow to hit. Yeah. So, so with that, it was it was okay. It's not amazing, but it's it was cheap. So I'm sure you it will see play with the in in the game animation. I've actually seen it on a few um, barb chieftains, mounted barb chieftains. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now Paul can tell you why because I don't know. I don't know why either. I don't know why anyone's putting that in a barb chieftain. <laughs> you want like shield break or something like that on it? Yeah. Yeah, she'll be pretty good for a mounted. I guess just because he's only got three attacks, right? Just to make sure that they hit. Yeah, but he's got hatred to battle for this. Or you give him like the the weapon enchantment from the warrior book that gives you two plus two attacks, plus two offenses. Yeah, why, why are people taking that then? <laughs> it doesn't make any yeah, sense. I don't know why they're taking that. Because you can get you can get a good save on him. So going first isn't. I mean, he's not super slow agility anyway. I think he's got to be. Maybe four or five, five right? Yeah. So on the charge, he's going foremost. Ranking fire. Yeah, it's okay. Pretty decent. Yeah, the goblin, the goblin king or the goblin chief, the forest goblin king with the shield breaker is amazing. Pair weapons and shield breaker. Yeah. You roll a poison, the other one is crying. Yeah, that's a good point. The absolute troll thing I seen was the goblin king on the spider. He's yeah. getting mate. Yep. Like yeah. Strength seven. Yeah, seven. Which is pretty, pretty fun for a goblin. I think you can take also great weapon. But he goes last. But well, he said wounds. Okay, so is it fair to say nothing really that major? But I guess the big thing now is comparing it to the army specific items because I think that's where the combo clashes have have happened. Yeah. Okay. Right. So on that note, then we'll. Crystal ball is still big. The crystal ball is still very good. Get it and see if you play against dwarves regularly. Get the crystal ball on your list. Take double binding scroll and tell them to go fuck off. Look them right in the eye when you cast it, or when they don't cast anything actually, because that's even better. You just go fuck off. Talk about the armies now. <laughs> uh, let's start with warriors. Paul, do you want to walk us through that? Sure. So, looking at the changes for the warrior book, I'd say we've actually done pretty well. Looking at the stuff that's actually going up in price, it's all the shit that you know people were taking at ETC. I don't know if this is going to be the case for a lot of books, where obviously they've they've said that gathering data from a variety of sources, but certainly from the ETC lists. Most armies are taking very similar lists across different countries. So certainly from the Warriors' point of view, it's a handful of the book went up, and the vast majority went down in price. So I think they've done pretty well. Portent went up five points, but big deal. Envy, generally, as one of the marks, that's become more expensive 
a lot of the other ones have gone down in price across different unit entries. Warrior Knights, they've come out really good in this update. They've gotten cheaper on the whole. Things like the Hellmaw, which were really popular at ETC, have gotten a little bit more expensive, but not majorly. So I think if you look at the the kind of changes across the Warrior book in terms of ETC lists, like if you look at that post in the forum, I think that kind of gives only like one side of the story. Hopefully this will result in people taking different stuff. Um, because I think the book on the whole is still pretty strong. And it's really only been these handful of units that have been hit. And even then, I don't think they've been hit that hard. So the um, the average price increase for the Warrior list at um, ETC was 77.5. 77.5 points. With the highest increase being 187 points. And yeah. like the largest decrease being 49 points. But you feel that the the decreases offset the increases? Yeah, I think so. Like a lot of those point increases are coming from things like the cost of Forsworn getting more expensive, spike shields becoming more expensive. And like spike shields have doubled in price on a Doom Lord. Um, people will still take it because it's still amazing. Mm. But really like if you broke those points down in terms of the number of units you would, that would only be a handful of units that those point, points increase relate to. That's not distributed across the book. That's the handful of stuff that everyone thought was bent and so took to ETC. Right. But there's nothing there that I think is outrageous. Everything that went up, I think, was fairly predictable. Chimera Wings, minus 15 points. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at that. 230 now? Incredible. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'd still take it without Wings just because... Just for cheapness. Just for, just for cheapness. But um, yeah, you could run those if you want. So having written oh. a couple of lists, is there anything that's like jumped out as new combos or anything? Not really. Because, like, <laughs> I mean, the, a lot of the points changes are, are relatively minor, the ones that have gone up. Yeah. The portent, the increase, broke a, a combo or not? Not really. I mean, I, I don't yeah. think so. Because like, the thing with the Warriors book is, like, unlike other books where you're struggling to find points to make your character survivable, it's very easy to get like a one-up character in the Warrior book. Mm-hmm. And you you can do that without spending points on your magical elements. You just take a mount, take a chariot or a war dice, and that's you at two, a, yeah. two up armor already. Or oh, you've got a shield, so, now you're a one-up. Yeah. So you're not actually eating into magical allowance points. I mean, Burning Portent, I think, as an item, is very good against units. But mm. it's negated by a special twenty-point item on a character. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So like, it's great against certain matchups, but I don't think it's. I don't know if it's necessarily worth those points, but people love it. It's just one of these things that people see and think, "Oh shit, I've got to deal with this guy now that's doing multi wounds three. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. But there's plenty of other builds available, like Envy going up on the Chosen Lord. That was everyone was running Envy on a War Dias with a Portent at ETC. That was like the build. I guess this is the thing, we'll, we'll touch upon it at the end when we're talking about the whether the update's been successful or not, but I mean, that was the anti-UD build, wasn't it, really? Yeah. So, how much is that going up? Really just a reflection that people took that ETC to counter UD, rather than the fact that people think that's, you know, the build on the Chosen Lord. Yeah, and I guess they've said that, you know, the, the update is a reflection of different sources. I'd have liked to have seen in this, though, how much weight the ETC accounts for the changes? Mm. Like ninety nine percent. Is it is it super high or is it's, 
50 but big, I think it's probably big because I think you can't get away from the fact that it's the biggest event and at that calibre of play that's not going to have a major impact on how you balance the game it's between ETC and the WTC it was like 99% that's the, the for me I think that's the case I don't think it's that high but I wouldn't be surprised if it's the majority of the, the data that's coming from ETC yeah, I, I, I don't that. see I don't see how much data is actually into the data analysis guys. So that might be it. Okay, right. Well, we can chat, we'll come back to that when we're talking about the update overall. Martin, do you want to talk us through one of your books? Which one would you want to start with? <laughs> the Sylvan Elves. The Sylvan Elves. Okay. Le- left the leave leave the the saltiness for the end. <laughs> okay, right. My body's right. ready. Tell me about all things Sylvan Elves. All right, Sylvan Elves in general. The magic items, shit. Nobody's going to take them. That's everybody's saying the same. It's like, sure, they got decreased points. Okay, still the life seeds feathers for eighty points is, what the hell is that? It's stupid. It's so stupid. They hit a bit the wild huntman hunter uh, prince. The rest is okay. They decrease the points on the. On the dragon for the mage, now you might see it. I really don't understand why they decrease the point for the extra dryads. They are so good. For It's the best core we have in the book. Yeah. And also, well, I really don't understand why they increase the point for the sentinels. It's stupid. Basically, what they did is, which unit entry is picket a lot? Okay, increase point. Which one is not picket? Decrease points. That was basically what they did. It's on a good path. Yes, it's not enough. The book needs a redesign. I would decrease the archers to 20 points, the sentinels 25, and the pathfinder to 30, but nobody's going to agree with me, but okay. They should be, the Sylvanel should be the best archers in the game. They are not. The Briar Maidens is okay. They got the point decrease. The Pronies, the Conclave, I really don't think that people is going to take them because also taking the points from the Unseen Arrows and you won the Pathfinders or the Sentinels yeah, that's in that a good, category. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. And also the the horse, uh, the Headhunters. They are in the same category, even though they are core. We might see Forest Guard now. Okay. They keep they keep decreasing the point, but still, when you have Dryads, is I would take the Dryads. I really don't see the point of taking the Forest Guard. You, you really need to build the list around them to make them to survive or do something. In general, it's okay. I think they need to fix the magic items, boost a bit the, the arrows. Uh, oh, on the the wild huntsman, they should be reduced a bit more. There, there was a, I think it was Hachiman Tao. He was making a, an entire document to send to the rules team, and the the people were saying that the wild huntsmen they are okay but they should be less because by the time they get they, they hit something they are like two or three left so it's more like a delivery system for the the prince guy yeah i guess just for the wild huntsmen because they hit so hard though if a yeah, does hit with full health then they have the potential to take off a lot of points yeah but you have the kestrels they are more or less the same for almost Cheaper and they fly, they cannot be chaff. They have four up armor, resilient four, two wounds each. Kestrels are more know. expensive than wild huntsmen, though. They're, they are almost the same, but they move, you cannot chaff them. I think the kestrels are better. Yeah, I mean, the mobility that kestrels give you is, is pretty big. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I think the, the core archers are just really expensive for what they are. Yeah, they are, that, that's what I'm saying. I think for me, this should be 20 points. Nobody sees that way. So, I know, it's all right. hard, isn't it? They can all do right. that teleport nonsense. So if you take a unit... It's, it's only once. Someday at Cardiff had a big unit and was just teleporting this big unit of core archers about, which obviously infuriates people. Well, you almost need to invest in that though, right? Because they're so expensive yes. and they can't fight. So if they get yeah. combat, you're basically losing that unit. Oh yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. A unit of uh, uh, the flappy bird from the Beastcards, the gargoyles. Yeah. Fuck them. Very hard. The thing is, Sylvan elves struggle with the scoring unless you take the trees. Yeah. Uh, I think that the, the book re- really needs a redesign. It's not going to happen anytime soon. The upgrade was only on points. The magic items is a big problem there. Like, it's, I don't think that anybody's taking a lot of them. So you think they're just still too expensive for what they are? They are too expensive for what they do. And half of them don't make any sense. Like, the life is feathers, it's stupid. The ball whisker is too expensive for what it does. And also, the book has a lot of limitations. It's every category, every entry has a limitation except for the forest guard. The old forest guard. What's the name now? Sorry, I forgot. I think it's still called Forest Card. That's the only unit that doesn't has doesn't have any any limitation. Yeah, I've got. I mean, the the dryads, right? They don't count towards anything either. The trees. Uh, the, the the dryad has a limitation on the amount of units, but that's all yeah. right. I've got to admit, I've having written lists for other armies. The Sylvan Elf, like when we were going to Midlands, Midlands yeah. last year. Yeah, writing the yeah. Sylvan Elf year, list. Yeah, yeah the, just thought it's an utter pain in the arse because of all the conflicting. Uh, yep. yeah. It's actually not fun to, to write a list from the book. No. No. I, I we'll talk about this again at the end as well, but I think for me anyway, Sylvan Elves are probably one of two books that are that should be high up on the review list because I think that book desperately needs a looking at. So not so great for Sylvan Elves. Fraz, where do you want to start for your armies? Go for Dwarfs first. Okay. So I think Dwarfs come out quite well. Of course. They decrease <laughs> the points of the, the, the Holstone. What the fuck is that? No, no, they just made the, the same on the King as the BSB, because obviously everyone obviously. on the BSB, because it was five points cheaper. So they've just made it five points cheaper on the King, so you can now choose which one to put it on. You can put two. Yeah, you can. I know. Um, so for me, the characters all look quite good. The runes overall went down wee bits here and there, but it was mainly the unused ones. The one that I, I like is Rune of Harnessons, 50 points now. And it's minus one channel for any wizard within 24 inches. Okay. Which, given people taking two casters at the moment for 50 points, to take away two channels, pretty good. Ah, so it's, yeah. it's every model within the 24 gets minus one? Yeah. Okay, that's, that's actually quite strong then. Okay. I was obviously heartbroken to see the Dragon Seeker got a wee bit of a nerf, but it's not the end of the world. He probably deserved it. So Monster Seeker, the multi ones wounds twos went up 10. And then the quickening has <laughs> went up 10 as well. So, Fras, I think really I speak with you everybody. That. Fuck you. But it's pretty good. It's, it's not the worst. Yeah, okay. So marksmen haven't really been taken for ages with dwarfs and tournament lists. Um, I think only 9% of the core points that ETC were spent on them. They've got a, a slight decrease, but I still don't think they'll be taking much. The rest of the core looks fine. The really good one is... 20 Deep Watch are now 470 points with Command and 24 Kingsguard are 585 points for 24 with Command. 
yeah, I think pretty both solutions are really good for those points. They both get big decreases, and they'll probably see a lot more play. I mean, they weren't getting much play over whole Guardians and Seekers, but 20 deep watch for 470 points with Command is, is pretty solid. Yeah, you're not going to shift them easily, are you? No, you're going to need Commit a lot more than 470 yeah. points to take them. The, the weird thing is that the shooting kind of got overlooked a wee bit, and the, the copters went up, which were the, the main shooting in Dwarf list at the moment. So it's almost like pushing Dwarfs towards a kind of combat role by buffing the combat units and okay. not really doing anything about the shooting units, which is a bit weird. And then they've taken away the double engineer, double organ gun build. That's now illegal, which I don't know if it was on purpose or not. Were you involved in this update? It is. That's... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They obviously haven't read the book at all. It's a pretty good update for dwarfs. I can't. Yeah, I can't for you, for list. your dwarfs. My list actually went up five points and now can't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, move a bit down. Everyone else's lists are down like 150 points. Somehow mine went up five. What about um, the forge wardens? Because they were they were the big thing that I saw in the forge. Oh, they're they're still pretty dog shit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's there's no point. Their movement three, range eighteen. They're supposed to kill chaff. It's strength 3 AP 0, now even light calves get a 4 or 5 up. But you hit on 2s, or 3s. Yeah, you hit on 2s, but I mean, why would light troops chaff be in 21 inches of them? The person is still going to get to use their chaff, so what is the point in them? Yeah. I, I mean, it's literally, I think it's in the book to stop a guy with skinks bullying the local dwarf player. It's the only reason I can imagine anyone takes them. I haven't seen them since 8th edition. Yeah, the redesign is... Okay, I get it, because they're, they're always hitting on two up, so they're a bit conservative on strength and giving them something like March and shoot. But it's just that they're, they're not good. No, I guess when you compare them even to stuff like the uh, the Feno Dwarf Blunderbuss, which has got not the same mechanic, but something similar where you're you're getting that reliability. But yeah. The, the strength three is pretty bro. I get that they're supposed to take off chaff, which is a bit of a kind of kind of black hole in the book, apart from flame cannons. Chameleons and stuff really give you headaches, but... Copters? For taking... Well, yeah, the bomber's okay at it, but apparently bombers get shot off in one turn by chameleons. So. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> apparently you're shit rolling, but okay. <laughs> I don't rate the forge, forge wardens. They're literally the only thing in the book I don't... I wouldn't want to take... Okay. That's coming from someone that hates war machines. Okay, but overall, pretty good update for dwarves. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty, pretty solid. I mean, you can take four blisters for four hundred points. <laughs> Fuck's sake! It's pretty good. That's uh. Let's remember they are unbreakable. They're stubborn. Stubborn. They're stubborn. Yeah. Oh, sorry. On leadership ten. Yeah, sorry. Leadership nine, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have you you have the Olkina around. Don't worry. They're pretty good, like. Okay. There wasn't really anything that, that I saw in there that you've not picked up on. I think it's pretty decent nah. across. Uh, it was just really the <laughs> the Forge Wardens that I wanted to get your opinion on. Yeah, well, I've wrote a last this two units of kick scarred for twelve hundred points, so that'll be fun. Yeah, fun. That'll be that's the word in it. <laughs> right, I'll I'll quickly go through Empire. Similar to Dwarves, Empire came out of this pretty good. Um, it was largely points decreases across the board. There were a couple of points increases, but um, similar to what Paul was saying, I think it's stuff that everyone kind of expected would go up. 
So the yeah. steam tank went up again from uh, 475 to 490. It's not going to make a difference. People are still going to take it because it fills that, that crux role that Empire need filled of just a really yeah. hard unit that's difficult to shift. But apart from that, that was really only the substantial increase. Well, uh, they, they, they broke the combos from the Black Steel and all that. Yeah, um, so Black Steel went up five points. And Death Warrant went up five points, so you will no longer see the Marshall BSB combo of having Death Warrant and Black Steel. Again, I think this is one of the changes that's just been pushed because it's, it was so popular. It was basically an auto include because it was just the best build for your Marshall BSBs. Like you stick them in a unit and they're given the unit battle focus. And with one up armor and fear, which is, you know, solid. But whereas some other books have been, you know, crying because combos which they relied on have been broken. Empire don't really have the same issue because of the points decreases in the core magical items. So I think this is one of the key ones for that Ghostly Guard combo. And already I've seen a couple of people in the forum post about Death Warrant and Ghostly Guard. Because mm. realistically, it's still getting your Marshal uh, one-up armor. If your Marshal was getting targeted by a character before, he was still probably going to die. Yep. So it's not a huge, huge problem. And even if it is magical attacks, he's still getting a three-up armor, which is pretty decent. In terms of the decreases, the Griffin Lord somehow got cheaper. So the the Great Griffin for the Marshal went down ten points, which combined with the fact that a Lance went down five, it's offset by the fact the Shield went up five. So you can now actually do like a really budget version of the Chicken Lord, which just on the Great Griffin Shield and Lance. So good. It's very good. The chickens themselves, the Knights of the Sun Griffin, they got quite a hefty points decrease. They went yeah, down for an extra unit. Yeah, over ten points for the additional models and two points for the um, the, the Lance. Lance, Lance and Shield. That's really good. And already yeah. there were people kind of playing around with the ideas of taking these bigger units again of the Knights of the Sun Griffin and I think that's very tasty now. How popular were they at ETC? They were they are quite popular, which is a strange thing. And this is it almost breaks the mould a bit. I think maybe the thing that saved them is the fact that in a similar way to the steam tank it fills a crux role of mobile scoring um, reliable mobile scoring yeah i mean core knights went down in points as well it's worth noting and um, which is good but they're still they're still quite expensive for what they are i mean empire core is actually pretty decent as it is like you're still going to fill it with light infantry and you're still going to fill it with heavy infantry and so having the knights of the sun griffin gives you that mobile scoring, which is, like Martin said, reliable, and they are just pretty good for what they are. So that is quite surprising they've went down in price then. It is, yeah, but I remember for the last update, because they went up in price in the last update, and everyone kind of moaned because... Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah. Of course. I, I think, I mean, for what, what they're priced just now is probably about right, because anyone that plays Empire or has or has played Empire will know that the they do need buffs to be serious combat threats, like magic yeah. buffs, but they do run away. The leadership eight, and they're normally away on the flank somewhere. So if you've not got the discipline banner on them, you know you run that risk of them just fucking off and not doing anything. Yeah. But I mean, they they fill a really important role for Empire. And remember, the guy on top is only one attack, so you rely on the Griffon. And yeah. the Griffon, what's the agility three? Uh, agility four for the Griffon. Four base. Yeah. Okay, so it's, that's actually good. Um, and then just another thing to note is that mortars and volley guns went down ten points. To 190 points. Um, there's people on the forum saying they still won't take them. What? Which I don't understand. <laughs> I think that's crazy good. Uh, yeah, and and Flagellant's also went down as well. 
Flashes are good. The problem is the category. They share with the steam tank. They do, yeah. So And I the mean, chariots too? And they, they share with the machines? Uh, no, the machines are now in special. All right. 323 points for 24 flagellants is really good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the flagellants still suffer from the issue they had before and that because of the great weapons now, they do just die very quickly. Yeah, but they hit. They always hit back. But they always hit, and they're still unbreakable. Basically, it comes down to that, you know, the trade-off between the flag. Do you take a flagellant or a steam tank? Personally, I would still always take a steam tank. I would take the two of them. You can take the two of them, but, I mean, the issue with the flagellants is their combat output isn't actually that great, whereas the steam no. tank still punches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, like I said, this is a this is a good update for Empire. The only real thing is that Great Weapon Imperial Guard didn't get looked at. They're still very expensive, and Light Infantry got a bit of a points increase, which a lot of people are moaning about. But I think we've got to be realistic, and that it's not in the grand scheme of things that big an increase. the The base cost actually went down ten points, and the additional models went up two points. Yeah, actually, it doesn't make that much of a difference. So. Explain to me why the winter cloak got cheaper. <laughs> um, I've got no idea. It's not actually is that popular in tournament lists. Um, which is... Can people not read? <laughs> no. Apparently not. No, the dog book is a, is the proof of that. It is crazy, is crazy good. Uh, it's seventy that, points the, for it now. The chicken lord build with a winter cloak is so good. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Felix and I, when this came out, Felix and I texted each other and like they've not they've actually decreased the price of the chicken lord again because he did this last time apparently no one else has taken it i don't understand why it's very good people should take it everyone should take it it's really good the last thing that's worth noting is that imperial seal went up from 100 points to 105 so now foot marshals can't take it unless Mm. the general or sorry the the bsb version can't i don't really know why you were taking it on him anyway you're probably taking it on a foot marshal or a uh, prelate I mean, this is all its all good stuff for Empire. Empire OP! <laughs> I mean, I'd love to say they're OP, but uh, they're not. No, they're not. I think they are the most balanced book, but they are not OP. Yeah, they, they are good. And I think that this will help them in terms of getting those lists together. There was no drastic increases, and most of it was points decreases. Okay, Ogre Cans. What's happening there, Paul? Fuck all. I don't understand what's going on with the Ogre Cans. The Ogre Cans are a very strong book. Probably one of the best, and I'd say most of the changes have been buffs. A lot of shit has gotten cheaper. I know my list, the main list that I wanted to run with them, has gotten cheaper. Yetis are stupidly cheap. You can like run a unit of five or six for like three hundred odd points. Fuck off! <laughs> this is used to us. <laughs> no, it was me. Yeah, I I just hate the ogre's book. I think it's no, it shouldn't be that good. Most of the big names got cheaper. Got Roder got a mighty five points more expensive. People are still because it's, it's fucking amazing. Um, but the first mammal got decreased, and it's yeah. also food. He got a big decrease, did he not? Well, 20, 20 points. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, this is it. I mean, it was 405 points before, and it was already very good, but no one used yep. it. So it's taken 20 points off it. Because it doesn't do damage. You need to play differently. Yeah, I mean, for what it does for the ogres, is amazing, though. Yeah. He also has a spell. Yeah, you get a bounce spell, you get a minus three agility, nine inch aura off this fucking thing. It still does some impact hits. It's, you're still getting a stomp. It's still a res six monster with two ogres yeah. on top. Yeah, yeah. So it's really fucking good. 
Rock Rocks just have the potential to win you games though on their own. Interestingly, they got cheaper uh, on a character. <laughs> yeah, pretty substantial on the character. Yeah, forty points cheaper. Most of these are buffs. Like Merc Vets got cheaper. I was surprised that um, Liger's tongue didn't go up more than it did. Well, it went up fifteen points, which isn't massive. People will still take it because it's incredibly good. good. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. The Tigers traditional mode went lower. <laughs> Oh my god! They don't read. They really don't read. I don't really know what most of these changes were based on. Like, if you look at the forum, like, there's not really any major controversy bomb. going on. Like, there's people talking about why bombardiers changed in price, but that's like the only thing really, and that's just confusion. That's not even necessarily complaint because yeah. it's cheaper to run units of six than it is two units of three. Okay. That's the level of controversy. <laughs> it's just, uh, I, I, I don't get it. They, seem they should to, go to um, the Solar Engines book. I, I don't get why I thought Ogres were tier 2. Yes, yeah. Who done this? Who's responsible? <laughs> well, for us, you might not know, but the people that write the rules, they play Ogres. Tinfoil hat brigade. <laughs> no, 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 no. It is true. Like, if you look at the changes, right? Where yes. the points increases have gone up, you think, right, that was predictable, that, that'll go up. But, I mean, the points increases themselves aren't very much. I don't know why they've, they've made Scrapling Foremans more expensive. Like, who would have done this? <laughs> Scrapling Foremen were dominating the metal. <laughs> Clearly Come on, they were really popular! <laughs> yeah, so basically the Ogres got off really light. I don't really know why. Okay, so bullet dodged. Yeah, basically. I think it's maybe time to do Sorry Ancients, Martin. Fuck off, I was so peaceful. <laughs> okay, that so... <laughs> because I was painting. Alright, so Sorry Ancients, let's go. Sound tablet, the first controversy. <laughs> Why? So, <laughs> apparently, apparently, taking a skin priest with a sound tablet and the book was OP. Sure, fine. So the skin bristle only has 100 points allowance. The sun tower went 5 points more. That was already breaking the, the combo with the book. But the book also got increased. So what the fuck is this? It's nonsense. It makes no sense. <laughs> the people are not going to take the book. They're going to take the sun tower because it's so good. Anyway. To be anyway, fair, I have to congratulate Martin from being warned at the start of the show that he had to be articulate in his salt. That was very articulate. Congratulations, Martin. Thank you. I think that one of the biggest nerfs, well, the quarter disciplines, sure, whatever, uh, they increased the one that everybody was taking, they decreased the rest. So far, Weaver is still shit. Nobody's going to take it because <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. It's still 120 points. Nobody's going to take that shit. Nobody. <laughs> The veteran got cheaper, thank you. The raptor got cheaper, still 110 points. When you can take a boar on an orc for 30 or 40 points, and it does exactly the same. Giving movement and armor, the same, is nonsense. This kind of thing happens, though, because dwarf shield bearers are like 100 points, and then the uh, uh, warriors won the war days. Is, I think it was 60, I think it got nerfed, though. But for us, we, 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 we shouldn't time. compare. No, no, we shouldn't compare with other books, dude. Come on. You're wrong. The baby carol got decreased. Fine. 
it's an option. No, I mean, it's an option. The problem is, is the frenzy is really not a monster. You cannot give him a one-up. Oh, I cheated the other day, Andrew. You cannot give him a one-up. So, it's only four wounds. Why can you not give him a four-up? Uh, one because, because you can't. You cannot put, because he doesn't have any armor. The, the guy itself doesn't have armor. The better, the, even you put the, the big guys, the big guys, when they, they are on a mount, they cannot have uh, heavy armor. Three up, I think is the maximum is two up that you can give them. Oh no, that is so terrible. It makes a difference, dude. Martin, you can definitely give them a one up. No, 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 you can't. I already t- tried, you can't. Right, so, uh, sorry on Warlord, just armor two and light armor to start, okay? So that's uh, yes. four up. Shield and... Three uh, up. Oh no, sorry, heavy armor's... On no, you can't. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you can still give him the ghostly guard. That's minus two, so he's a one-up. You cannot put the ghostly guard because it's only heavy armor or plate armor. Uh, Isn't it? Uh, let's check. That's what I cheated the other day because I, I wrote the list when I was on the bathroom <laughs> with my things, and I haven't checked with the, because it was the army builder thing. I hope you checked for toilet roll before you went. <laughs> I have, I have, I have. Yeah, sorry, Martin, you're completely right. It's only yeah, heavy armor, armor. Yeah. An armor is the Alpha Carmo. It goes 30 points increase. Yeah. Why? Why? Makes no sense. It's only movement 7. Offset by the shard going down. Exactly. So everybody was taking it with the shard. So they wanted to people not to take it with the shard. So now you're making it more impossible to take it without the shard because the difference is higher. Yeah. So I have least without the shard at all, because I hate not having more defense. So you cannot put region on the guy with the shard. So now it's too expensive. The people is going to still take it, but people is going to still take it with the shard. So you are killing all bills. Makes no sense for me. Yeah, because with the shard, it's only 15 points increase, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But if I don't want to take the shard, okay, people now is... And it's a big nerf because it's 30 points. Yeah, it's big. On the, char- on the character section. And on the Thunder Lizards. The, ca- the skin captain, fine. No, now people say, oh, we can put it on the Torosaur. Yeah, you still have one minus one leadership with the Torosaur. And they can challenge you. So all the impact hit go fuck, the storms and everything. So, yeah, true, whatever. Keep playing. <laughs> the Skip Priest with the Palanquin. We knew that was going to happen. But the Palanquin, I think it's... Too much. So we are talking about an army that the only master that they can take is the Quattle. And it's already expensive enough, especially when you start putting the stuff. So the only other option was para skin on the palanquin and the and the the sun tablet. So you have a mage with three spells that you can take from all the six of them. That was obviously too broken. So people now probably are going to take priest because to chaff or to have the adept, but you can have it with the stichiosaur and you don't really need need the priest for you, you can have the telepathic link to get the the combo the magic combos. The warriors, some of the totems gonna decrease. Sure, crocodile is really expensive for what it does. It's a stupid, whatever. The skink braves, okay, they are still too expensive because they are resilience too. And the goblins are six points, and they are resilience three, and the same. The other stats are the same. Caymans there go cheaper. Cool. Finally, we might see play with them. 
I don't think that we are going to see a lot. Tanka took them to Ireland and he won the tournament, so maybe okay. Another thing that I don't understand is the Caymans got cheaper. Thank you. The Swords got cheaper. That's really great. Finally. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> that, that's really good. The problem is they are not beast, so they don't have Swift Strike. That's a stupid. It's the most stupid thing that I've ever seen. <laughs> Why would you want to charge for some? Yeah, you want to Oh, because when you're... Yes, but when you're chaffing, and the other one doesn't charge you because he doesn't want to take the DTs, you need to clear the way to be able you to charge. But the stupid snakes are in front of you. It's two bases. It's not only one. It's quite big. So what you're saying is that you need to get better at chaffing. I need to get better playing, <laughs> for sure. The Temple Guard makes no sense. It's still, the Temple you, Guard they, are insanely expensive for what they are. Insanely expensive, though. They decrease 10 points, but they increase the point for the extra guys. So it's a stupid. An elite unit that has offensive and defensive for no parry at all. So, no. Chameleons don't really understand why they got a nerf. So now, people, instead of taking the five-man chameleon for chaff and also shooting, they're going to take the other skills. Because... You get the same points for having minus one hard target. So instead of having hard two, you have hard target. Okay, cool. Sure. So they obviously don't want us to have chaff. The, the weapon beast will also increase. Why? No idea. The salamander that nobody's taking, it got increased. So it's stupid. It's so ridiculous. The full book is chaff. It's not. Everything is expensive. Thanks for 135. Yeah, but 125. Yeah, yeah. 110 Okay, we cannot shoot them. So it's only combat. The run for arms, fine. I'm not going to argue about that. We all, everybody knew about it. The Terradons, I'm happy for the Fireballer being free now. They got cheaper. It's okay. You need to know how to play them because it's not easy. They have really crappy leadership. You need to do the double, double flee trick to be able to get used of them. It's not bad. The problem is the category where they are. Steel Sword got decreased, the base one, fine, but they increased the Mystic Traveler. It's all right. In the end, it's the same cost. Now we have the option not to use the Mystic Traveler, which is cool. Toro Sword got five point increase. The Shambo is free. Cool. Then she now is 100. We Everybody saw it coming. And <laughs> and the best one, <laughs> the Tier of Tunus, is a steel shit. It's a steel shit. Nobody's going to take it. And the Sun and Shin got. From went from three to fifteen points. Well done, guys. It's well the done. best monster in the game. Yeah, it's the best monster in the game. Yeah, it's the best, the best. That's why nobody, nobody takes him. <laughs> nobody. Overall, I think that the nerfs stuff they shouldn't have nerfs. That's not how you balance a, a book. Saurian Ancients really, 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 really need a redesign of the book. The thing they do with the totems on the Saurian Warriors is ridiculous. You have to take in all the units the same one. Yeah, you cannot choose differently. It's stupid. Makes no sense. Even if I don't want to put a totem because I put in another unit, I have to put in all of them now. We need more variety on on core. Okay, the skins are like three entry, different entries with the Caymans or the Chavalins. We might see Raptors. I think they are good, but they are expensive. Really not happy with the changes. The people are arguing about it in the forum. I think the only ones that are really happy are the guy that took the soup, that is also an ASC, because his list went down. 
most of the people were saying, oh, my list went up. My list went up. My list went up. Yeah, my list went up by a lot. And I wasn't playing the optimum things that everybody was taking of the ETC. So I really don't understand this. I will keep playing because I like the dinosaurs, but eh. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was the best 10 minutes of my day. I like how you scroll down to the bottom and it's mainly green arrows. <laughs> but, what? right, to oh, be fair, to be fair, right. Martin, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was very well articulated, Martin, and I commend it's, that. You were very well behaved. Thank you. And I, I very rarely say this, I do find myself agreeing with Martin a lot on what he was saying there. Especially the, the totem thing on the sorry, sorry yeah. it would help so much just remove oh. that. So, just to reply to Thras, yeah, most of them are green arrows. Cool. Fine. That's how you balance a book, not getting red arrows. The thing that got red arrows, only deserved it was the Ramphadons, the Ramphadons and the Chi. It was the only, the really only thing that got, that, that, that they deserved the increase. The rest wasn't necessary at all. Remember the book that is on the lower tier. Yeah, I think that's the thing, because it, it breaks the system that they were trying to, or they said they were implementing. Yeah, yeah, the algorithm was good. The algorithm was increasing the thing that people were taking, decreasing the other one. I write that algorithm in t- 30 minutes. Does so, anyone disagree? I think the Sorens fall in the same category as the Sylvans and that a lot of the frustration comes from the limitations that are, that are added that affect list building. Even if you're tweaking points and giving things reductions, it doesn't change what people are going to take and it still forces people to take certain builds, yeah. and I think it was the same problem the water book had when 2.0 came out, a lot of restrictions and limitations on the book, and they've got rid of a lot of them, so hopefully when they get their finger out and they get round to do the book, they'll get rid of them. I agree with the, the core totem system for the, the warriors is overly restrictive. It could be something really good, and instead it's just another restriction. Yeah, yeah. yeah remember, it's offensive-defensive 3, and agility 2. Soros Warriors, stat on stat, are still some of the best core in the game. Yes, I agree. But the issue is is that... They could, By themselves, they are not that good. Yeah, they could be really cool, and actually quite fluffy, if they could take different totems, because you could have like a unit with one totem and another unit with another. I don't see how that would necessarily break the game, and it would give Soros a lot more flexibility in the list writing process. Yeah, I well, mean, it, do, it doesn't break the game because the uh, demons can do it. For well, example. Yeah, that's and a war, good warriors point. can yeah. do it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you're if you're worrying about like what you see is what you get or whatever, then demon book has blown that well out the waters because every game that core unit can be a different thing, but it's yeah. still called Myrmidons or whatever. So yeah, I think that could be opened up and could be something quite cool. The one thing I don't know if I agree with you on is I quite like the Temple Guard. Especially with the magic that Saurians have. Okay, Fraz, so the thing is, in order to really use the Temple Guard, you need to put a Quattle there. So the Quattle by itself is going to be around 800 and 900 points. The Temple Guard is going to be 400, 500 points. So now you have a 1,400, 500 points unit that gets, maybe you are going to put the BSV also there. The, 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 the Quattle is going to be the BSV, so it's extra. 400 points when you kill it. For a unit that, if you get in combat, you better kill the things, otherwise you are really fucked. Because they are defensive 4. Yeah, I get that. I just think that they're, the Temple Guard are good. I don't think they're shit. I think they are good. No, yeah, I don't think they're shit. I think that 
I actually Tem- quite like the club. I think that trade-off between strength and AP works for Temple Guard. I just think that they're too expensive for what they are. The role they are supposed to fulfill is not the role according to the points. I think for an elite unit, I think they can afford to make them offensive defensive five. Or parry. I'll give them parry, yeah. Like, they've, they've got their hard counters, and okay, AP1's an interesting limitation, but I think it's okay for their for them to be expensive if they're worth the points. Yeah, if they're worth it, yeah, I agree. I, I think these kind of units are good, like with bodyguards and some nice synergies with the army magic. You know, you see it on the Immortals. Yeah. They are really expensive, but if once you get them in game and you get a couple, you get even a buff up on them, they, they become really, really good. I think Temple Guards are kind of, they fall in that. I know it's if they get a buff, but they can be really, really yeah. good. I think just the difference between Immortals and Temple Guard is that price-quality dynamic, where, personally, anyway, I feel that Immortals are worth, they're, they're expensive, but they are worth it. They're solid. They are better. Um, whereas but Temple Guard, I just feel that whenever I see a not... Temple Guard on the, the table, I know that's never going to get his points back. I'm, no. I'm not saying that a uh, Temple Guard are better than Immortals, I'm just saying it's the same kind of complaints for a similar kind of unit. Yeah, they're very similar <laughs> in terms of combat role. I agree, yeah. The unit I don't kind of understand that you don't see more is Caymans. Caymans are quite popular, actually, but I it's think, because yeah, they, are, be they are offensive, defensive three is not enough. They hit last as well. Yeah, they are also slow. Yeah, well, that's the problem on the book. We are slow, so we need a better defensive. Or we need the magic, and the magic is quite expensive in the book. I think it's supposed to be an army that's good at magic and therefore relies yeah. on it a bit. That is the point when you've got a, a quattle available. But they kill the options by, I cannot take the skin priest now because it's, well, it's too expensive. It wasn't already too expensive. It was 350 points, the full skin build. But well, anyway, let's move on. Fraz, you want to walk us through Dread Elves? I think Dread Elves went quite almost badly. I didn't want to say badly, but I will. The first one that, that comes up when you read the book is... The Dragon Oracle was pretty popular with occultism, Morax yeah. Reaping, so it could actually fight in the familiar. Yeah. So the point of apparently they nerfed the, the Morax Reaping, the weapon, and the Wandering Familiar. The idea behind that was to give more kind of variety to the Wizard Master has been taken. But they decreased the dragon by the exact amount of points they increased the familiar. <laughs> In the weapon bag. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so, that's, that is, yeah. they've basically nerfed every single <laughs> apart wizard from the dragon. apart from the dragon oracle. Brilliant. Nicely done, guys. <laughs> it makes no sense. That's really good. I enjoyed that. The alter BSB went up again, but I think he'll still be taken because he's really strong. But they've put him up 15, but taking a normal alter down 15. Okay. So I don't know if that will start to maybe... Maybe we'll see, you know, the non-character version a wee bit more. Does the non-character version still come with the um, Age of Save? Yes. That's yeah, so still good. It's not like the, the vampire um, Court of the Dam where you have to no, get the character no. to get the special save. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe we'll see a few that don't have the Alter BSB anymore. But I still think because Dread Elf's foot characters are so weak, they're res 3, there's like no armor, and there's no special saves in the book. Pretty much. So to get that, you need to take like the main rulebook items. So nobody's playing an on foot PSB because it's just a bit shit. Yeah. This kind of goes on through the book. They've put up the Dark Riders crossbows. I don't know why. 
So that's that hits every list because everyone takes two or three. The acolytes for for Yimil, well, the acolytes have went up on the Wizard Conclave. They've went up slightly in general, and then the Yimas went up. So they're hitting like a triple nerf on them. The Hydras have went up. Even the, the Spears have went up slightly. If they're taking up massive units, they're a wee bit cheaper. But the guidelines for the new book are Dreadhill should be MSU. So it's just contradictory to these things. Why should they be? Why should they be MSU? The only elf that should be MSU is the Sylvanos. That's the guidelines for the Dread Elf. No, I get it. Dread Elf should be able to, right? Because they're going to be like marauding, kind of hit and run kind of thing. Yeah, but then this update, they're they're penalising you for that. Yeah. And they're making it cheap for forty, cheaper for forty man units, but fifteen man units are more expensive. The only things that really have went down or the judges have went down 15 points terror guards went down 10 points but that doesn't offset all the other things that have went up the dancers they take the same thing as the spear that the msu prices went up but they're a wee bit cheaper than the big units it's just a bit all over the shop from what they've said to what they've actually done so the dancers are base cost 200 they've gone to 190 but then their additional models have gone up a point Sorry, the MSU dancers went down, but the MSU legionnaires went up. Ah, right, okay, right. It's not very logical to me. And then you remember these were put in tier four. So I'm looking at my dwarfs who are supposed to be in the same tier and all the buffs dwarfs are getting. And then you're looking at, it seems like nerfs all the way through. Then you look at the ETC lists. Dread Elves went up more on average than Ogres and Vampires. Almost up the same as Warriors. And they're all tier two armies. Yeah. Only one list the ETC went down. It went down seven points. Which one? So the Belgian one, Smith right. F. That's a good list. Like it doesn't make sense that a tier four army has went up. I think they know it's not went that well for Jed Elves because they've been commented that as the outlier for the algorithm. I mean, Raptor chariots going up. That's totally fine and expected. But it's it's hit a lot of stuff and only really. Tower Guard and judges have kind of came down to compensate. I guess the Dark Acolyte's base price, but that's offset by the fact that when you upgrade them to Yima, that's gone up three points per model. Yeah, and then they've put the Wizard Conclave up. Which, yeah, which is the, the main reason you're taking them. The Wizard Conclave going up in itself is a bit weird because yep. all Wizard Conclaves are supposed to be 120. Yep. All Wizard no, no, not all of them. No, not all of them. Yeah, not now. They used to be. The Mystic Traveler was 100, or 110. Yeah, 110. Now it's 120. Mm. Yeah, so I don't think it's a good update, and I don't think it's a very coherent update, given what they said. I still see a lot of green arrows here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, the characters' mounts and stuff have came down, but that's not going to offset most of your, your actual units. I like the blades, but I think I just like the idea of them more than... Like the models themselves. Which one are they? The dancers on three up? Uh, no, no, they're the, they the core ones. The oh, the core ones. A poison with hatred. I mean, they've got a right. lot of special rules, but I mean, the defensive skill two, res three, no armor, frenzy. Yeah, they just get smashed when if they don't kill whatever they hit. Yeah. Okay, they're going, if they want goblins, they're going to blend them. But do you need a unit to blend goblins? Even in a goblins, the goblins will take a few fair. It's like the wild huntsman. They kill a lot, but they also get killed. Well, well, that's been a much bigger combat output, but yeah, similar idea. How many points do you pay for them? Uh, 195 now. Half the points of the Wild Huntsman. 
Yeah, but what about <laughs> substantially <laughs> better? Nonsense. Strength three, three v strength five. Yeah, basically strength the same five then, on right? the charge. <laughs> strength five on the charge with a lance. It's alright. <laughs> it's alright. It's alright. It's alright. You already passed the the silver lance book, so that's fine. Right. I'll very quickly go over vampires because there's really not a huge amount of. Yeah, because you don't want to talk about all the buffs that you got. I mean, I don't. It's not so much the buffs; it's the lack of nerfs. I mean, I still maintain, although it might be an unpopular opinion on this show, still maintain that vampire, the vampire book, should be the one book that all books try and emulate in terms of internal balance and fluff. We cannot raise wounds. That that's not what I said, though, is it? <laughs> the I mean, the the obvious ones went up, so Arcane Knowledge went up 15 points to 75. It's still a fucking bargain. In terms of kind of in a similar way to what you were saying about the dragon for Dread Elves, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. obviously nerfs, or it's a slight points increase, let's be serious, for a very good power for independent vampire lists, but it, it nerfs Nosferatu hard because Nosferatu, so Nosferatu already get the hereditary standard. And that's incorporated mm-hmm. into the arcane knowledge power. So whereas the indie vampires are getting the hereditary and the spell boost, Nosferatu, whose blood power it is, are only getting the range increase. So Nosferatu, who were already underrepresented in the bloodlines, are now having yeah, to pay I... more for their better power, which is a bit shit. Like I don't understand I don't why understand. they didn't just take the hereditary out of arcane knowledge and keep it the same price or a slight or... points decrease. Oh, Nosferatu is free, isn't it? I was going to say I'd knock five ten points off that. Yeah, but. I mean, yeah, Nosferatu needs needs something, but that's we're talking very minor issues in the vampire book. You know, other things. Reaper's Harvest went up five points. Hundred ten doesn't really make a difference. It's it's a bit of a niche item, but it's good with some count builds, and they're still going to pay that price for it. Necromancer staff went up five points. People will still take it because it's good. The big ones from characters are the zombie dragon got a fucking huge points decrease in 40 points, which is super important because it now means that the zombie dragon can be taken with double horror, which I haven't tried it yet. I have a funny feeling <laughs> it's going Please to be Please try with Frost, don't try with me. I'm just going on and buying two cannons as we speak. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, horrors, horrors still have hard counters because they've got... They're... Oh, fuck off, Andrew. No, <laughs> they do, though, because they're, no. they've got a six-up save. Blah, blah, blah. And they're one heal for an army that heals. So they're... Two hits. Yeah, you can heal twice. Right. You can heal two two wounds, and they don't roll to hit. Right, okay, so I heal two, but then my wounds are linked to my output, my damage output. So? So they're still fragile. You, 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 you still kill a Taurosaur in one turn. Not, with if, one not if I've got wounds. Yes. But no. the first time you do... I've got, I've got well, six wounds, right? Potential wounds that I can do. Yeah, as soon as I yeah. take a, a wound, it goes down. Yeah. So I don't kill a Taurosaur. <laughs> If I'm At the beginning of the game, yes, you do. Oh, if I, yeah, if I alpha strike you, you do. But then you're an idiot yeah. that's just deployed your Taurosaur within 24 Mahara. You deserve oh, to have no, that Taurosaur taken off you. No, sorry. You deserve to roll the six ones that you rolled. Which I've done, and I've paid my penance for that, and I got charged in the face of my Taurosaur. <laughs> the second Taurosaur charged you. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's potentially a very strong combo that we'll see. Do you really, well, from you, but do you really think that the people are going to take that? Apart from you. Uh, what, Double Horror and Dragon? Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, the main thing is going to be reacting to what other players are taking out of this update. If War Machines come back, 
or a lot of offensive magic stays in play, then it might be limited. But, I mean, I think that the Vampire Count Dragon is still very survivable for what he is. Yeah, vampires don't have an issue in getting the heals, so I think that's a potentially strong combo. I've seen some people take the Vampire Count Dragon and go um, Von Karnstein, so they get the plus on the bubble. Okay. So it means that the dragon gets a 24-inch bubble if he's your general. Fuck off. And then you've got the horrors flying about 16. I think it's mental. I think it could potentially be mental. I'm going to look... He's being cautious as the guys on the 9 age. Please don't nerf it. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Andrew. No, I think that I think that is potentially overpowered. We'll find out very quickly if it is, because people will take it. Please play against uh, Fras or Paul. No, it's cool. I've written a new ghoul, ghoul rush list, so I'm good. Cool, thank you. Speaking of ghouls, they are still the strongest... They are <laughs> yeah, they're still the strongest core in the vampire book, and they went down <laughs> five points. Zombies, still the weakest score in the, the book, <laughs> went up five points. Cool. Dogs got a slight increase, nothing major. Everything else is just kind of meh. Wraiths went up two points for additional models, which is a bit pain in the ass, but they're still very good. Um, I, I mean, in a similar fashion to the, the horrors, wraiths are very good until you come up against Pyro. They uh, still have their five pages. Yeah, but like, they just get melted. Oh, fuck off! You, you need to survive the other day. I throw everything into them. Yeah, but that's because you're shit. No, you are rolling five ups all the time. Okay, sorry. It's because I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because the maggot radio dies are good. Hey, that's a state secret. Shut up. <laughs> the battle can get a big nerf. It was suspected. Yeah, he did. But, I mean, you can still... So, the steeds was the big thing because it went up 45 points. But, you know, you can still do what he was doing beforehand because you can still get to a 1-up easily with the dust forge so it doesn't actually affect that much yeah pretty good yeah for a I mean, really strong book when you look at the changes it's like negligible yeah what were the kind of default builds for etc there was a lot of the independent vampire with arcane knowledge okay, no. but really only arcane knowledge only that one element of that build went up and it only went up 15 points i think we we got off very very lightly which i think would have been fine if the books that were definitely struggling got bigger buffs than they did because I think now if you compare like the Vampire book and the Undying Dynasty book and the Vermisor book to stuff like the Saurian Ancients, the Sylvan Elves you know, those lower tier armies there definitely feels to be you know, a disconnect between them I think that's probably fair I mean, even stuff like, so the court build like everyone expected the, the Lamia court build to go up in points so the court as a mount went down 20 points and the Lamia upgrade that gives it the special save went up 20 points, so it still costs the same. It actually makes uh-huh. no difference whatsoever. It's like the dragon. Yeah, it's like the dragon. So I think Vampire's dodged a massive bullet, and I, if I'm brutally honest, I think uh, of the the kind of the stronger books, I think Ogres and Vampires are the two which really got away with it in this update, because there doesn't seem to have been really any substantial changes. And if anything certain options are now stronger. Nice. So yeah, love it. It's, it's a good I time. I really to, love it. Good time to be a vampire. <laughs> Before we talk about vermin and UD. Orcs. Um, orcs. Yeah, do you want to quickly go through orcs, Martin? And yeah, orcs. Do you want to run through Inferno? Right. Uh, right, so orcs and goblins. Orcs, basically, I think is in a very good spot right now. They increase the points of some items that 
they de- they deserve it, but it's only five points. So the school fetish went from sixty five to seventy. Everybody's going to take it anyway because it's so good. The Omen of Apocalypse also one twenty five. People are going to take it. It might break a combo, but eh. uh, also they increase the points of the characters. But now the Warcry is free for the channel, so that's, that's a big, yeah, that's big improvement. Yeah. yeah, that's a big improvement. They decrease generally decrease points of staff. The Feral Headbashers got hit, but they re- they, they reduce the initial cost. So the initial start size. The price for the the minimum size is the same with the ferals. You said that yeah. they got hit. They went up one point. Yeah, but they also decreased <laughs> the, the starting cost. Starting cost so. Went down 15. Yeah, so the starting size is the ah. same amount. The extra guys went up one point, which is not enough. It's all right. They, they, people no, the orc, the orc bashers on food. Yeah went from 230 to 215, so they're 15 yeah. points cheaper, and then the Pharaoh upgrade went from uh, 4, four to, five. to 5, yeah. Right, so when you buy an extra Feral, it's one point uh, more expensive now. You have to get more than 15 to make no, a, no, no, a no. difference. No, no, you need to pay for the upgrade even with the starting cost. The starting ah, cost yeah. is no, the sorry, basic right. guys. Yeah, no, you are right, yeah, sorry. People cannot read, apparently. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The National Herdgold point increase is not enough. They are so good. Uh, trolls got cheaper. The starting cost is 15 points cheaper. That's all right. The Trolls have a problem that they need a babysitter. Yeah. That's the only problem that they need. Well, and they are not scoring. So you have other units that are much better than the Trolls. They still have a role. I would play them. The Scrap Wagon, I really don't understand why they decrease it. It's so good for what it is for 80 points now. Yeah. So ridiculous. The rest is alright. Why did the Gargantula go up in points again? This is the one, yeah. I think the one unit in the Orc and Goblin book that's horrendously overcosted. It still is good. It is good. People are still going to take it. 515 it's, points. But people are still going to take it. It's really good. It's not as easy to kill with shooting. You really need to invest a lot of shooting there. And then when it gets into combat, it has agility four ways. So it's actually good. I think it's expensive, but I already gave up on stuff like that. It's like every update is like a five-point increase or five-point decrease on random units. Nobody understands. Gargantula is one of them that is always up. In general, I think the book is really good. I don't understand why we don't see more players being on the top are winning tournaments with them. Hmm. They are so ridi- so madness stuff here. So ridiculous. It's the national hairs are still the national the national are really cheap or is they should have increased more. The the starting cost they should have increased more. I don't understand why scrap wagons needed to go down. Yeah, no, that's mental. That's a stupid. It's make no sense. So why do you not just immediately put maximum scrap wagons in the Yeah, yeah. It's only eighty points. They're like a hard counter to all night units in the game, and they're eight. Yeah, points. you put three of them. Well, how many can you put? I think it's three maximum. Yeah, I think it's three. It's three units maximum. So two hundred and eight, um, forty points. You counter two or three knights units. Warriors fucking hate them. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. The thing. I it's think a bad matchup for warriors because they're just so disposable. Yeah, the, the book is a strong. 
is seriously strong. I, you have a lot of options. I think that most of the things are playable except for the regular orcs. And still, you can put them. They are scoring. The iron orcs are good. The, the nashers are good. Oh, surprisingly, the goblin riders got cheaper, I believe. The, the wolves and the spiders. The chaff got cheaper. I think the book is good. I don't see anybody complaining about them much. And they are fun to play. Yeah, I guess the, the big thing from Orc and Goblin player perspectives is that the strong lists that were doing well haven't really been affected by this update. Not much, no. Because even though they increase, okay, they increase the ferals, but you now you have a worker for free. So it's mostly balanced yeah. because it's like, how many ferals do you put? 40? You're still 5 points cheaper. Yeah, yeah totally. Fraz, any takeaways from ID? Uh, they're getting a new book, so I can be arsed reading that. Fair. Fair. <laughs> like, before we do Berman, we should at least pay lip service to others. Beast Herds, again, disclaimer, this was a very quick overview from my part, so I'll probably miss stuff. Big thing from Beast Herds is that I dominance went up 20 points. A lot of this stuff was, like the other books, minor price tweaks. The Banner of the Wild Herd went up 10 points. Everything else is kind of just playing around with points. There was nothing really that jumped out at me. The Gortak went up again from 475 uh, to 495. Do you think we'll see any Jabberwocks? No. <sighs> I mean, it's 320, they're still quite expensive. You need to build a list like the Terror list with yeah. the Hereditary and all that. Yeah. I think that. The only reason that list exists is because Frederick built it for himself. He's yeah. the only one playing it. Shields, they needed to go up. I don't understand why they're allowed shields. But Who? The Minotaurs. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good point. They went up four points per model, which is pretty substantial. That's the obvious best bill, and, and I think... But the base goes went mean, down. They're, they're friendly, yeah, so they're supposed to have a low defensive skill. And you just override it when you get shields for a parry. They've put that in the book and it just completely covers up one of the supposed weaknesses of the unit. I think that what they hit the list, the, uh, the Spanish list. Carl's list got hit. It was respectable. I don't I don't know how much it got hit. Actually. I was just about to say, like, did it really though? Because, I mean, reading chariots actually got a bit cheaper. The chariot mount for the character went up a little bit. Yeah. It went up 20 points. So I think Beast Herds might be again. This is from a like a non-expert, you know, opinion. But I think Beast Herds might be in the same category as vampires and ogres, and that they've they've maybe they dodged are, the bullet there. They're still strong. I'm playing a sneak the other day, and the minor lore is yeah, mental. still a beast. I quite like the Briar Beasts at 115 points. They can ambush whenever they want. As yeah. yeah, and yeah. because of random movement, they basically ignore the no charging when you arrive. Uh, 115 points, I think they're really good. I think there's a couple of things that, like, we've already noted in other books, like the uh, Razor Tusk Herd went up five points. I don't really think... I think Razor Tusks are fine, fine at 100 points. I don't understand why five points makes a difference there. Flip, that, the, flip the coin. Yeah, that's, that just seems to be a bit of a strange one. Demon Legions, I have no fucking idea what's happening with this book. Um, they're due a new update. They weren't affected by this. Their patch because notes they are, are so method. long. I'm sorry if you play demons and you're actually looking for some input here because book is an absolute bollock. Yeah. I mean, it's you need have, yeah. It's far worse than the dwarf book. You need to have a minimum amount of intelligence. <laughs> Obviously, I don't have that because this is <laughs> <definitely> <laughs> It's just a nonsense. 
Right, uh, we're just gonna we'll leave Demon Legions because we'll hopefully, hopefully you guys who are playing demons know what you're doing because no one else does. Who else have we missed? I guess Hibernals. Uh Hibern Elves. I looked at this and it's buffs everywhere, but according to their folder, it's really, really bad. Um They're Hibern Elves. They're they always cry. Forget let's let's move on. Yeah, I, I mean the, the big thing I looked at was that the um the dragon cap has been made to zero to two per army. So there was a well, few less cutting about with one big dragon and two little dragons. Yeah. So you can't do that anymore. The rest of it seems okay. Canaric Tower went up 15 points. It's still very good. Folk are still going to take it. Most of the elite infantry got a, a wee buff as well. Ah, uh, yeah. There's a lot of little points decreases, but again, I, I looked on the form as well, and they're all moaning about it. So. To be fair, you could give them a dragon for 10 points, and there would be some terrible unjust reason why it's terrible. <laughs> worst thing to ever happen to the game. They are one of the few army books where you scroll down their list and it is just green arrows. It's like one, two, three, four... Is it four, four, four red arrows. And some of them are pretty substantial. Like Knights of yes. additional models went down nine points. The Flame Wardens went down 20 points from the start. And so... It looks good from an outside perspective. I'm and sure there's... And giant eagle is only 30 points. Yeah, you're, you're still never going to take it, though, because <laughs> what the fuck's the point of that? I just thought I'd make that point. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll all be delighted. <laughs> um, the fiend has got cheaper. Way cheaper. For Kingdom of Ecton, the only major thing is that you can't take Divine Judgment with Might, which stops the, you know, the Kill Switch Duke. Yeah, nobody cares about QOE. Nah, everything else is kind of the same. So I guess it's U- the big two. UD, now. NBC. So let's start with UD. I don't think it's enough. I really don't think so. Okay, so I guess it's, we should note that a lot of the stuff did get quite substantial points increases. On average, the ETC list for UD went up 275 points, which is massive. Um, it is. And the hereditary was nerfed so that you add plus two to the casting value of your augment spells before you roll. And um, you need to declare it. Yeah. Yeah, and you need to declare it. And the hourglass got a huge month increase. Yeah, it got, it got well, it deserves it. 25 it really deserves it. Uh, so it's now 120 points. I think people will still take it, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Especially with the plus two to the hereditary. For me, it's not enough. It's not just the regrow and all that. It's all the rules that the Cataphrath has, for example. They have all the rules, all the good rules there. It's got Poison and Lethal Strike. Yeah. Three different model parts. That is yeah. really, really good. On a 3-up for a 5-up creation. With a, like, they're going to find another way to make it work. Because it's more the mechanics, not the points, that is broken on this on the, on the rules on this book. That's from my point of view. I think the Evo Dev Master combo is really strong. Covers up a lot of UD's deficiencies, like agility and a low offensive skill to hit. And you've got redundancy in those spells, so you're going to get it, especially with the Hourglass. Yeah. 275 points is massive. The Hereditary, you don't know what effect that's going to have, but I imagine it's pretty big. But the thing was you could fit in a chariot block and then three monstrous infantry blocks. You can still probably do that. You just don't have, you know, a couple of scorpions. 
Yeah, well, it's still a really strong book. You can still go triple strikes. You can yeah. have the archers in a chariot block, the no mark with the death mask in it. That is still a, a legal build. That is still really strong. I don't think they're going to be bad or they've over nerfed them. I think it's kind of hard to tell if it's. Yeah. It's probably enough. Paul, any thoughts? I played Callum the other night, and he basically had that list that Fraz was talking about. The, he had two Dread Sphinx, Battle Sphinx, a Chariot Block, Big Spear Block, the, the Mount, two Wizards in, and he had some Archer Shabti, and then two units of Scout and Cav. I think he was of the impression that the nerf was quite severe, but it still felt like a fairly strong book. I was running a Warriors list that was had a lot of hard counters, and I still felt like if I do anything wrong here, I'm fucked. Mm. <laughs> I think it's, it is a strong book. Any book that can heal and can stack the amount of buffs. I mean, they've still got a very strong magic phase, so they can be pushing quite a lot of spells through. They've got things like Undying Will, We've got the Death Mask, you know, use in combination with that. A unit of Chosen Knights charging a unit of uh, Cataphracts. I can go from hitting him on threes to him hitting me on threes, and I'm hitting him on fours. I think the book's still strong. I guess we'll need to wait and see how this affects other lists. I think it's still going to be one of the top tier books. People will find alternative builds that are good, and I think that's because it's like what the guys were saying, like a lot of the strength comes from the mechanics. It's not yeah. that everything was super cheap and so they were just spamming units, it was because how the rules interplay with one another are very good. I mean, the Hourglass at 120 points, that was really good. Yeah, it's still yeah. worth it. <laughs> it is. I mean, how many games are decided in that, you know, that one fail cast? That combined with the fact that they can already heal, the stacking of the, the power mechanics are very strong within the army. I think I think you guys are right though. I think we will need to see how the UD players do in the tournaments over the next few weeks. The very very initial data seems to suggest that they're still very strong. Like you guys, I don't feel like this was overly you know the way that we've seen some armies in the past get the absolute shit kicked out of them by the nerf bat. This doesn't feel like it's of that caliber, but that the big points increases were justified where they they came in. So yeah. I think I this guess. just shows you how bent yeah. UD were. I would be interested to see how many lists recently, like just before uh, the update, didn't have the hourglass and the mask mm-hmm. yeah. and the mm-hmm. architect in it. I bet you it would be pretty much none. So the three of them getting that and the earth is obvious. So I don't think it's unfair. I think the cataphract getting a buff in number underground ambush. And the soul conduit got cheaper. So that's the mm-hmm. one where they can they can draw that instead of the flux card and the arc of ages got cheaper again like you guys were saying like this it's their magic phase in combination with their already strong units i think it's interesting that they didn't play around with any of the resurrection values so when you compare i mean again it's just that i know the vampires are a strong army but when you compare the healing in the vampire book to the healing in the ud book plus two onto your augments although you have to declare it it's still very strong considering that if you get it off once then your shabtis are getting two wounds back whereas that that would be a d3 in a uh, vampire book i can choose to try and shut down your healing for a turn i can't do that to you d you can 
you you could do it. The only thing is you choose one wizard. Oh, this is it, like, because the best UD lists are still going to take a Master Evil, Master Dev, aren't they? Or Cosmo, or, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. anything with plenty of augments, like, that's not changed that power dynamic in the book. Right, so we still think UD are going to be strong. I think so. Okay, let's go to the other titan of the meta. The rats. The rats. What were our initial thoughts on this? Again, not enough. Uh, I was talking with Drew about it, and he was happy because they he doesn't really want to take the all shooting things. Kind of like it was only one or two lists available there before, and now you might see something different. Again, I don't think it's enough. We will see. So let's pick out some of the big things. Can we just talk about the Doomblade? Yeah. I never knew that existed, but it is so much fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fun's the word, right? That's definitely the word we're using. Multiple wounds, D6, magical attacks, divine attacks, strength 10, AP 10. Yeah, it's mental. Yeah, but they roll a die every time, and they can't take a wound. No, they take a hit with toxic attacks. Oh, a hit, sorry, yeah. Yeah, so they can still save it. (laughs) They still need to roll, yeah, to wound, yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine you're going to take an Aegis save on that character. Yeah. You're, you're not yeah. off your nut. So you've got three wounds. You wound on five. You don't even take the Aegis save. You're not guaranteed to die over the full game. I, I, why did I know, know this existed? Somebody should take this for fun. So you take the hit at the end of each friendly player turn. So you take it no matter if you're in combat or not, right? Yeah. Right, so you do have the potential just to kill your general. Yeah, you yes. stick them on a monstrous rat, though. You've got a four, four inches. It's um, yeah. standard height only. Well, okay, it? so it has to be on foot. Yeah. I think we had this discussion after Bristol last year. We were gotten ourselves laughing because, in effect, we've got a tiny wee guy running about trying to kill stuff before he kills himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is bananas. I mean, it's 185 points, so you don't really have... Points like I don't, by yeah, I, protection, so you've got to have to stick them on a mount or something. I mean, like I don't, it's top six, so it's strength three. I don't think they like that gamble, but it's still hilarious. Yeah, I suppose you can't go and save because I'm actually saves are insignificant. But what is it? Right, arms that are really cheap. Yeah, and just run them sixty white and put him in it. <laughs> He's just making way along the line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even the uh, the swarm master went down five points. And it's still really good. It's the one with the 3d6, strength 3 AP1. Yeah. So the bigger changes are the Pendulum, the Demon, and the Dreadmills. Yeah. Aren't they? So, so the... now we are going to see Natha throwers everywhere. I hate Natha throwers. Oh, yeah. I think we need to take a minute and address what the, the main thing that's on our minds right now, looking at these change logs. Who the fuck decided that in half the books... They were going to have really helpful arrows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then in the other half yeah. of the book, it's going to list it. Like, what cunt decided? No, you know what? Let's just list <laughs> don't, it. Don't ask. Yeah, this is obviously, like, the lazy team got half of them. And they were like, nah, fuck it, we're not yeah. making it look nice. Yeah, so the Vermin Demon went up 30 points. Um, as did the, the Pendulum. Enough. Still very good. The Pendulum kind of went up. Plus, Proof of Protection, which is they kind of come hand in hand, don't they? So it's like 50 yeah. points for the pendulum. Which I think is fine. Does anyone disagree? I should remove it from the game. <laughs> Something that I noted was meat grinders went down 5 points. Yeah. <laughs> because Fucking shit. Yeah. Because Why apparently not? they weren't good enough. 
Napta throws went down 40 points on Fairman Hulks. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, that's massive. So the Dreadmill went up 25 points, 3.30. Not enough. Probably still going to see two of them, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, they're so good at range. I know it's range 18, but they can move as a single model and still shoot you. They're not any worse in combat. So you've either got something to take them off at range or kind of running over the top of you. Yeah. I mean... Some of the other changes as well makes you really think about this book because fucking <laughs> the lightning cannon is now 250 points. The play catapult went up 25 points to a more reasonable 195, but it's still good at 195. The Nafa thrower weapon teams are now 150. That was 25 points off them. And the abomination is down to 360. Nobody plays the abomination because other options are just better in the book, but the abomination yeah. is still very strong for 360 points. Yes. The weapon teams are still really cheap, so their their shooting's still going to be really strong. I'm genuinely yeah. struggling with this book to see any well, weaknesses. <laughs> they say they had terrible internal balance, and you look at the other stuff, and it's not terrible. It's just some, the stuff they're using was so good. Just better, yeah. yeah. That's a point. Yeah. What were rat arms units using before? Because they've just given them spears for free. Normally, yeah. handbag yeah. shield just for parry. If we're looking at this, so like obviously the pendulum. Combo especially went up. The Demon went up. Vermin Hulk's got a little bit of a hike for the three-man units. But that'll be offset. But it's off, yeah. Start them exactly. Um, the Plague Disciples went up 15 points. It's n- There's nothing major. But they still have other options. It's not like, oh, we have to take these. I mean, even the Dreadmills, like... I mean, the Dreadmills were ridiculously cheap for 305 points. Yeah. 330, they're still very good for what for that price. So I'm struggling to see <laughs> the same level of balancing that's gone on in other books. The lightning cannon going to 250 points is basically an accurate cannon because why would you not supercharge it when it's only a roll of a one or two and it's not really any, that much of a negative? It's stupid. I mean, when you supercharge it, its range is set for 18. So outside this. Yeah. So, right, so it's, not, it's not quite the same as yeah, the Dreadmill, because pre- they're, they're yeah. already range 18. Exactly, yeah. It's a pretty pretty big swap on the Lightning Cannon. The, I think the thing with the Lightning Cannon is that it's accurate, but it's still Strength 7. So a lot of the Vermin players will say, if you compare it to something like a Dwarf Cannon or an Emperor yeah. Cannon, you're, yeah. you're wounded on 3s rather than 2s, which I agree is big. But, and it's, it's D3 plus plus 1... Yeah, I think it's still strong. It is very strong. Yeah, it's still pretty, pretty much fine. But you never see them. Because why would you? Mm. When you look at the dreadmills. Shisais are good. Yeah, Giselles didn't get touched. They're still very good for what they are. Disciples are still really good. They shouldn't have the bad weapons. Or hatred. Or any of the rules. <laughs> I really like the Plague Disciples. And you're striking at a jelly 10. You put a champion in, you give them Breath of Corruption. Yeah. Fucking shit. <laughs> you stick them in front of a knight, shouldn't it? Yeah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> you get an AP-10 breast weapon and an AP-10 flail that yeah. hits an agility 10. I mean, even the meat grinders, just firing them out in front of stuff. I, mean, I don't yeah. understand why there's not more meat grinders. I think they're amazing. You don't see it because... Can you put meat grinders inside the the monks? Uh, no. no, you can only put them in right that, arms. That's why you don't see yeah. them. Or, I mean, you can run them both solo. And they're still yeah, yeah, two yeah, or yeah. three up armor. Yeah, two up. Yeah. They are good when they are inside the units. Outside the units, uh, eh, 
you still have the rat, the, the other ones, the Bolligan and the Nafa Thrower. It's just that the shooting ignores so Everything. many rogues. Yeah, and they shouldn't because the rats should be unreliable, and they are really reliable. I think, well, obviously for shooting armies, the best shooting army should be Vermin and Sylvan Elves, right? No, no, no Vermin, no. Why Vermin? Because Vermin should be a good shooting army. No, they shouldn't. Why not? No, 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 Ser- no seriously, why they should be? Because that that was listed as one of their strengths, is shooting. They, they, well, they, who wrote that is wrong. Okay, get they over serious. your point of view for a second. The gap between the Vermin Swarm and the Sylvan Elves in terms of shooting is massive. It is. We have more range, sure. They have more accurate shots. I don't even think you've got more range. I mean, a lot of the stuff like the Giselles, catapults, equally, you know, put oh. range pressure on. So, And we have yeah. a big cap on the shooting. <laughs> and, it, and then you put a nafta thrower on the rat ogres and they can move and shoot, ignore cover, shoot into combat. Like, what, where do you hide from? I mean, I think flamethrowers across the game are very strong. But the nafta yes. thrower, because it's the strength five gets over a lot of the weaknesses that some of the other flamethrowers have. Are we looking at the new top dog? Maybe. I think UD is still going to be there. I think UD will still be up there, but I think Berlin. they didn't get particularly hit hard. And I would just say that they were up there in the top two armies. Maybe Ogres. Yeah, I think Paul. Ogres, Ogres, Vermin, sorry, Ogres, Vampires, Beast Terrors are all going to be you know, strong armies, but they're not the same level as Vermin Swarm and um, Undyne Dynasties even after that. I think it's the combination of very effective in combat and out of combat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas things like warriors are very good in combat, but that's it. Ogres can have good shooting, but then the combat element will suffer. Or they can go heavy combat and then they don't have any shooting. So I think that's what makes them so good. What phase of the game are Vermin bad in? None. I guess the thing that annoys me about the Vermin and to a certain extent other armies, but especially the Vermin, is that they're able to essentially bypass their biggest weakness, which is meant to be their morale, by either having shed loads of fearless units or the safety in numbers mechanics just so strong. And the demon with the divination. Yeah. Whoever they make their general, whether it's the Dumbbell or the Demon, it's an 18-inch bubble. This one, 9 on the Demon, and I think it's... Or is nine. It when they take the... They can be 10, increasing the, the ranks. It's the ranks, isn't it? Yeah, because they're, they're capped yeah. at... Yeah, it can never be above 10, which is, I mean, no one's above 10 anyway, so that's no. a fucking stupid thing to have. Okay, before doing the kind of wrap-up thoughts, and we'll talk about the update overall and whether we think it's been a success or not, I'm pretty sure people listening will, will have gauged how we're feeling. Um, let's run through the tiers and see if we still think the armies are there. So top tier was UD and Vermin Swarm, both Same. still there? Yeah. 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 The high tier was warriors, vampires, ogres, beasts, and demons. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I maybe put orcs. It okay. can't get there. Mid tier was kingdom of Ectane and orcs and goblins. So we think maybe orcs are starting to push. Maybe I don't know where KOE will be. Um, no, I think it's really hard to tell given the magic is so prevalent. KOE with a, with a hit they got uh, is it going to be tough for them. Yeah, I think if anything they've dropped. Because, yeah, I think the Mike Duke was their crutch in a lot of circumstances. Yeah. I put EOS in mid tier as well. Yeah, I think yeah. I think EOS have gone up. Yeah, I think quite a few of the or tier four armies even are gonna get a bit better. Yeah, so the they are Dread Elves, Dwarves, Empire, Sylvan, Saurians and Inferno. So I'd probably keep Inferno 
Sylvans and what was the first one? Sorry, uh, yeah, I'd probably say three of them are still going to be tier four, but I think the others will probably get a wee push. I think Saurians are stronger than the others in that category, but they're not as strong as something like Empire. No. I think I think your tier four is going to be Dread Elves, Infernals, and Sylvan Elves. And then I think just because how many buffs uh, HP got, surely they'll go up. So we're not saying anyone's really dropped? KOE, maybe. Yeah, so maybe KOE yeah. down to the low tier. I think maybe Dread Elves, actually, considering it was mainly nerfs, really. Mm. Yeah, I think that would be fair. So maybe Dread Elves drop and Hydro Nerves replace them in that low tier. And to be fair, I think they've recognised that a debate, they might change it before finalising this. Yeah, I mean, that I'd was something say... that they've really emphasised over the last week or so, especially, is this idea that they want people to give feedback to the army community support, which suggests that they'll be thinking about things that they need to change. Whether they do that now or, or they save it for a later update is... I think they yeah. might run it until maybe December or something. Yeah, get initial feedback. I think overall it's been, I'd say it's probably quite successful. Kind of the attitude of wanting feedback is different from the predecessing rules team, where it was, you know, Balance. we know best, quality type thing, and then they would do this lip service here's your explanations thing and there weren't explanations basically I think it was a pretty positive update What do we think about the way that they've got the data for this and the use of the alg- algorithm? <laughs> no comments Without them explicitly like showing people how to do it it's kind of hard to say one way or the other to me it still seems a bit cryptic because it can be still very defensive on the forums when people say you're, you're only balancing in regards to like ETC, blah, 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 and they say, no, as yeah. we use all these other things, but then they don't actually show you, I don't think, to the degree by which each of these things weigh. So, I don't know. I mean, would like to think that they're balancing it from multiple points of view, but I'm a little bit hesitant to say that I think an algorithm is a good way to go. Anything like that, you know, you've got to go in with certain assumptions, and well, assumptions are very rarely true. So, I think you'd be it'd be easier to just not worry about using an algorithm. So, supposedly, the rules team, after the algorithm put the points, they change the stuff. Yeah. They review They review the stuff, supposedly. Maybe the algorithm works and the rules team doesn't. But well, I think well, before the algorithm, right, it was basically all rules team and external Balance experts team. who were never named. Going I can name them. Wink, wink, <laughs> nudge, nudge. I think there was a lot more human influence on that than was sometimes. Do you think there's still that we don't have that? You're never going to get away from that, right? Because there's people making decisions about balancing. You've got yeah, to trust that they're the right people to be making those decisions. Yeah, because I heard stories of I don't nerf this army if you don't nerf this one for me. I mean, apart from vermin, there's nothing there that we've found that's really bad. I don't buy this whole Illuminati bullshit. I think using the algorithm kind of gets away from it a wee bit. I don't think they're relying 100% on it. The fact that most armies have came out reasonably positive, or positive views on their update, I think I think it's moving in the right direction, and I think they've done a pretty good job in this one. I think the way they've, they've done it and the way it's been released, I think it's been much better than how they've done things like this in the past. I would like to see the algorithm. It's not going to hurt anybody to actually see it in action. I get them being a bit hesitant to do that. Why? 
Well, from their point of view, they're kind of damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. Yes. Yeah. You know, they'll inevitably receive criticism. But uh, yeah, but if you show the algorithm and I see it in action and I say, okay, so it's actually working. They haven't shown anything, so I really don't know. But for every person that looks at it and thinks it's fine, there'll be a person that looks at it and thinks it's the worst thing that's yeah. ever been yeah, done. Yeah, 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 sure. The negative people are always going to be more vocal than the positive people because of the nature yeah. of an online forum. But I agree that this is definitely a step in the right direction in terms of transparency, but they're, they're still, still a bit edgy on the forum when it comes to certain things. Certain people do tend to get quite defensive about it. Yeah. It kind of partly falls into this whole conversation around transparency that that's kind of burned them in the past. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, they're they're making these decisions based on the information they've got, and they think it's the best way to go. So from that perspective, there should be no harm in them releasing that, because as long as they're happy to defend it, then exactly they could have a closed post, don't have any comments, and say, this is our justification, kind of like a mission statement. This is how this works. If there's an instance where, for whatever reason, we don't think it's accurate, we can step in and we can tweak it. That's fine, because that's effectively what they've said already. So I think they are damned if they do and they're damned if they don't, but then that's not to say that it's, it would be a bad thing to release yeah. it. But we'll see. I think overall the changes have been fine. There's certainly armies that have came out better than others, and I think a lot of the armies that people are still frustrated with, it's because of design, it's yeah. not because of points. And there are instances, I'd say, where the stronger books there probably has been things we've gotten away with. Alrighty. So before we finish up, um, if you had to choose one book that needs a urgent rework, what would it be? It's between KOE, Saurians and Sylvans. You've had your big one. I wouldn't choose KOE. The reason I, I initially said that was partly because it's, it's very one-dimensional and it's yeah. kind of boring. They do need a bit of love, don't they? Saurians, I think, is a cooler book because they've got greater degree of choice in a way because they kind of do different things but there's a lot of limitations and it's quite a frustrating book but I think the weakest book in the game right now is Sylvan's I think that's the one that they should prioritise Okay, Fraz, what do you think? I would probably go with Sylvan Elves as well I'm not sure it's the weakest but it's definitely the most frustrating to write a list with uh, I hate to give Martin credit but the items <laughs> are a bit good. Thank you um, <laughs> Love you, Fraz. <laughs> you heard it first. They are saying it, not me. <laughs> okay, Martin. You have to choose Same. one. No, no, Silver Elves. Yeah, okay. Sorry, Ancients, apart from I really don't like what they have done, the book is kind of cool because you have the big dinos. Silver Elves, there is almost non-magic items that you really want to take on that book. Very restrictive. It's not fun really think the Sylvanas needs a redesign. It's not going to happen. The next one is Infernal Doors, and then Dread Elves, and then who knows. I mean, I, I agree with you guys. I mean, yeah. I think it's quite annoying, right? Because I think Saurians and Dread Elves have good systems in place. They just need tweaks. Like, I really like the cult system in Dread Elves. Yeah, it's a wee bit restrictive at the moment rather yeah. than being fun. Yeah, it just needs something to make it fun. And the same with Saurians. I think the core ingredients are there. It's just to play about with it. The totems in the Saurians, if you if you make them free, like you can take different ones, it would mean it make a huge change on the book. And I think, I mean, we've talked about this before, about introducing some kind of skirmish skinks in core. I don't think that would be yeah. massive, but some people think that would maybe be too much. I would like to have the the old the old cold blooded the old uh, raptor skinks. 
There used to be a unit. Oh, that, in was, that really was way old. back in the day, yeah. It was way back in the day, but they were really crap. Well, originally, the Raptor Riders were Sphinx, <coughs> not the the Saurians. I would like to see a unit like that for... Not even in core. It's fine. You can put it on specials. If they put a skirmish skink in it in core, I will refuse to start to play against someone else. No, we are talking about the Saurians. Yeah, no, sorry, that, sorry. That's sorry. The sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I knew what I meant. Yeah, and you give me a 20. And you give me a 20. I'd rather give you a 20 than play Movement 3 Dwarfs against more skirmish skinks. Okay. Than the current is. Colin, I hope you are listening to this. Please do it. Please. <laughs> please, please, please. No, it's not going to happen for us. Don't worry. Okay. We've rambled for long enough. And we managed not to laugh the entire episode. Exactly. We got it out of the system. <laughs> Massive thank, thank you, you to Fraz and Martin for coming on again. No worries. So, Andrew, I have a question. Of I course. asked Paul and he thinks he, I'm all right. Okay. I'm the one, I'm the guest that's been in most episodes so far. Um, you've been on twice before, right? No, I've been twice. You've been on three times? Yep. You, yeah, you're definitely. This is the fourth one. Yeah, you've definitely been on the most of them. When do I get the prize then? Well, you get the prize every time you share a room. <laughs> <laughs> if, the, if the rape alarm doesn't turn on. It's not a rape alarm, it's a love alarm. <laughs> oh, Andrew, remember the last time? <laughs> I remember the fond memories. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> let's just not explain it and let no 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 no, no. let people's uh, imaginations run wild yeah okay that took a bit of a turn towards the end yeah so if thank you both for, thank you both for coming on I think we were reasonably coherent for that so hopefully people have enjoyed <laughs> if you have any questions you can get in contact with us in a variety of ways you can email us at scotchviolence at gmail.com you can grab Paul and I on the forum Paul is Space Goblin I am Lost Cause um, or you can grab us on Twitter at Scottish Ninth Age. Um, Paul, any final words? Paul, what are we organising? So we've got our annual team tournament coming up in December. So it's looking like it's going to be three-man teams for Stravellan Siege. We've still got some spaces available if anyone wants to sign up. So it's five custom scenarios over two days. It's normally quite a good laugh, quite a chilled event, nice way to wrap up the year. So if you're interested, you should definitely sign up. Please. No, it's really fun. I totally recommend. Yeah, it's always good. The night out on the Saturday is always good. Come join us. It'll be a laugh. So thank you to Martin and Fraser, and we will catch you on the next one where we review the Makar book and why it's totally broken. Catch you on the next one.